5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, happy Tuesday, everybody. We are back with more Encounters with Jesus today, and I'm just going to move right along in the Gospel of John as uh, we have another interaction. So this is John chapter 5. We're going to do 1 through 15. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the Pool of Bethesda with five colored porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeve, his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath, so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied, The man who helped me told me, Pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that, they demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. So this is an interesting interaction for me. I mean, one, um, what we do find is that there is this pool of of, uh, Bethesda, and at this pool of Bethesda, uh, they say it's kind of like a mineral um, you know, like hot bath, where there's like minerals, things, I mean, and so some people believe that those minerals, it could also just be, it was in their, their head and, and, the, and the mineral water worked, but they also believed that an angel came along, stirred up the water, and when the angel stirs up the water, the first one to hit it would be healed. Now, that's the reason why there's a big attraction. There's lots of people Um, you know, that he mentions there, a crowd of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, lay on the porches, right? And there's a particular man there. It says he'd been sick for 38 years. Some people think that he's been laying there for 38 years. Uh, Chances are that's probably not the case, but he probably has been sick for a long time. Now, Jesus asks one of those questions. It gets kind of crazy. Would you like to get well? (laughs) <laughs> would you like to be better? Would you like to get up? I mean, like, that's the, I mean, to me, I mean, it sounds like a silly question, right? Like, of course, like, he's there, and he's trying to get well by, you know, waiting for the angel to stir up the water, and which is the reason why he doesn't really know who Jesus is, and he's like, I can't, man. Like, no one's here to pick me up and drag me over there. Like, I, I somebody always beats me there. And that's why Jesus said, well, why don't you just stand up and, you know, pick up your mat and walk to the pool if you'd like to go to the pool. Like, and it says instantly the man was healed. So so there's the the part where this interaction seems, you know, he didn't know Jesus. um, And we can see that by the interaction that follows because the Pharisees are like, this is the Sabbath. You're not allowed to do that. Right. And what is he not allowed to do? Well, one Jesus shouldn't have healed on the Sabbath, but also 
you know, the as we know, the Pharisees love their laws, and they love to be able to create law after law after law in order to help people and guide people to understand what does it mean to keep the Sabbath. And one of those parts of the keeping the Sabbath was not picking up your mat. That would be considered work. And if you were working, not good, right? So you're not keeping the Sabbath if you're working. And so this man, he they come to him like, well, who who told you this? Why did you know? Why did they tell you this? He's like, I don't know, man. But he said he told me to pick up my mat and walk, and he did it. They didn't say, wow, it's incredible that you're you know you're able to walk after 38 years of being sick. No, they're 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 angry because somebody you know messed up their man-made laws. Somebody was trampling on their man-made laws. And so they're like, who said such a thing? A man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But then 14, right? Jesus found him at the temple, and he says, now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Now here's like, a, you know, the, the part where there can be a great amount of stumbling here. Because it sounds like what Jesus is saying, he's like, sin caused your sickness, your illness, your, you know, the reason why you'd been sick for 38 years. Like, your sin has caused this, and so therefore now, like, if you don't flee from it, like, this is going to happen, you know, again and again and again because of your carelessness, because of your sin. Now, it's really not that case here, and, and, and really kind of trying to decipher what it is that Jesus is, is talking about is really the, the kind of the necessary part here. So when he's saying stop sinning, right, he's, he's, he calls people. I mean, this isn't the first time that Jesus has healed somebody. He says, no, you know, now your, your sins have been forgiven, which the Pharisees have already you know, freaked out about before. They're like, we, they heard Jesus must be blaspheming because only God can forgive sins, right? But here he's like, stop sinning. So it's like a call to not go back to whatever it is that he had done before. You know, like there's a life that you lived and I don't want you to return to it. So we have to be able to hear that to be able to say, oh, like there's a part where Jesus is, you know, and this goes back to where we, we first talked about these encounters with Jesus, is that Jesus also gets to a matter of sin. He gets to the matter of the heart. And so if this man, and he's not saying your sin has caused you to lay there for 38 years, but he is saying, hey, like, just because you've been, you know, sick for 38, it doesn't mean you haven't sinned either. And so no one is innocent except for Jesus. And so he's calling him to say he wants us to do better, to be better. And so he's like, you know, get help, right? Find accountability. And, you know, Christ is calling us to that life that he knows that we can live, not in our own power, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants us to succeed. And so this whole part then about something worse might happen to you I think is more just talking about the consequences of sin in general. Not your sin has caused it, but he's like, sin has its consequences. And when you are carrying out sinful things, it's going to have consequences for you now and for eternity. 
So this means it, it doesn't mean, and this is where we have to emphasize because some people are, are get really you know bent out of shape. Like this doesn't mean that this man's illness, his thirty eighth year illness, was self inflicted by sin. It might have been some kind of you know crazy you know like a genetic disorder. It could have been some sickness that came onto him when he was young. Like I don't know what it, but like this is a part of like the broken, sinful world. Not because of like his sin in particular. So it could have been Nina's call to that life that Jesus was thinking for this man. Right? Get up, take your mat, go. And he would be back, right? If he doesn't leave this, you know, life, like if he's trying to just say, hey, I'm going to go and do everything exactly the same. Like he may not end up crippled. He may not end up like the the miracle reversed. No, that, that would, that's not why Jesus is doing these miracles. The reason why Jesus is doing these miracles is because he's giving them a glimpse into the fullness of what God has. And this lame man gets that glimpse. He says, hey, Jesus, like, I'm going to show you all a little glimpse in the wholeness that is to come. And we get to see that in the scriptures, in the word, the glimpse of the kingdom that is yet to come. So let's keep our eyes open. Let's keep our ears open and let's see what it is that God's trying to do in our encounters with him. And it's a good thing to be able to be alive and alert. All right, everybody, we'll end there today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.